Hello, everyone, and welcome to Today I Learned, a BU Today podcast where we explore fun facts and ideas across a variety of academic disciplines by interviewing students about the things they learn in their favorite classes at BU. A single class can have a transformative impact, whether you're changing majors, picking a career path, or just looking to expand your horizons. I'm your host, Sophie Yaron, and I'm investigating how the things we learn in the classroom affect our lives. So to do that, I'm going to be speaking directly with BU students, which is why we have Mitch Fink joining us in the studio today. Mitch, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So Mitch, you're a sophomore at the College of Communication and you are majoring in journalism. Is that right? That's right. And uh, what's your area of interest? Sports journalism. Um, that's kind of been my thing for the past couple of years. I've been in BU. I uh, hope to pursue a career in that after college and yeah. Awesome. So this should probably come as no surprise to our listeners, but the class that you have chosen today is uh, JO514, Sports Journalism, with Professor Michael Hawley, which is, of course, a comm class. So uh, tell me something that you learned in that class. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I learned, and this kind of came just off of an assignment that I had um, to cover uh, an event story. Um, my friend Brendan and I went to cover a Northeastern UMass hockey game, and we quickly learned after going into this super old building, um, which I had never been in before, that it was the oldest hockey arena still in use in the world. Um, had no idea. It was just a, like a 30-minute walk away from BU's campus, but it is. That's where Northeastern plays their hockey games, and so it was really cool to kind of cover a game in a historic building like that. And it was a really great experience. And uh, I feel like I learned a lot from it. That's awesome. So can I ask you how old it is? I don't have it off the top of my head, but I think it is about 1910. It was built something, something like that. So certainly much, much older than, than I am, or maybe 10 times my age or something like that. So, uh, okay. So, so a good, like, 110-ish years in the past, and it's still kicking. Nice. Healthy. Yeah, it's, they have a, a nice new Jumbotron in there, which is pretty jarring when you get in there because it's a really old building, but it's got this big video board, so they've, they've done it all up, but it was, it was really cool. Yeah. There you have it. So uh, I want to jump into some questions with you. Uh, I want to know how this class has influenced the way you watch sports, both uh, for assignments and just for fun. Yeah, well, I watch a lot of sports for fun, probably more than I should. It's one of the things I do most. Um, and yeah, I mean, taking this class has definitely kind of made me think about sports a little bit differently. I think one of the biggest ways is watching like mid-game, post-game interviews. That's one thing that we've really kind of honed in on in this class is how to ask good open-ended questions um, if you're in that kind of sideline reporter role. So whenever I watch a sports game now, after we had our discussion about that, I always think like, oh, is that a good question? Um, and, you know, just kind of watching sports with kind of like the eye of what a beat writer would think about it because Professor Holly was a beat writer and that's, you know, what my dream job is. So learning more about that has kind of influenced uh, me as a sports viewer in that way. Got it. So let's talk about Michael Hawley for a second, the professor of sports journalism. Um, tell me a little bit about his experience in the field and how he brings that sort of real world perspective to the classroom setting. 
it's definitely been really cool to learn from someone with his experience and expertise. He was a Globe sports writer, I believe, covering the Celtics and I think the Patriots as well um, a while ago. So that's obviously really cool. Um, and then he he's on the radio now on, I think it's in affiliation with NBC Sports Boston, if I, if I, I think that's right. So it's, it's pretty cool. A lot of my friends in the Boston area kind of know who he is from listening to him on their drive home or whatever, that kind of thing. So that's really awesome to, to be able to learn from someone who's in the Boston sports media market and still kind of doing their thing and, and covering sports. So he certainly has a ton of experience and has had a really versatile career. What's a recent tip he's given you for sports writing? Yeah, this one time I was in office hours kind of asking him about this project that I'm working on, and he referenced The Metamorphosis by Kafka, which was kind of like a, a weird kind of segue into, into sports journalism, but it, it really made sense. He told me that it was important to kind of keep the lead into an article simple and clear. I was trying to kind of overdo this lead, and he told me, you know, maybe keep it simple. He said the, the beginning of The Metamorphosis is just, you know, well, I forget the name of the the bug, but he's just a bug, like the bug laid on the table or something, just very kind of mundane and simple. And that was the lead into the, to the story. And that, that was really helpful. It kind of made me try to overthink the article less and do it in a more simple fashion. That's, that's so funny. He's like, he's a man for all seasons. He's got sports tips. He's got literature references. Funny. Um, so, uh, what are some of your assignments for this class? Um, do you get opportunities to go out and cover stuff? Is it sort of text-based, a little bit of both? Yeah, it's a lot of reading from the best sports writing of 2022 book that comes out every year, which is cool because that's like, like my mom has got me that gift for like Hanukkah every year um, of my childhood too. So it's cool, cool to have that be the textbook. Um, but then the writing assignments, it's a lot of going out and covering stuff. So like that Northeastern game that I mentioned, that was one of them. And then also we've had to write personal columns. We had to write a column about the Super Bowl when that was happening. And then we even had to make a video about sports, um, which is definitely not my forte. I am not great at video editing, but it was cool to kind of step out of my comfort zone for that one and, and give it a go. So uh, so it's been a lot of fun and, and you know, trying a diff- bunch of different stuff in sports journalism. What's your favorite sport to write about? That's a, that's a tough one for me. I'd probably go with basketball. Um, I'm a big New York Knicks fan. Um, so hoping, hoping they can pull through in the playoffs, but, um, yeah, you know, love, love writing about that, but really any sport, um, hockey, baseball, even football. I I just, you know, really love writing about the competition of sports. I think it's, it's awesome. So you're getting, uh, best of sports writing, uh, compilations, uh, as gifts for Hanukkah. Who are some of your favorite sports writers? either contemporary or from uh, back in the day. Yeah, there's so many. I think the beat writers for my teams that I cover the most, like I'm subscribed to The Athletic. So this guy, Fred Katz, who writes about the Knicks is someone I read. And he's not like the most like poetic feature writer ever, but he just like understands the game so well. And he's able to convey that really well to the reader, which I like appreciate so much. And then in terms of like feature writing, I really like Mirren Fader, who writes The Ringer. I think her stuff is awesome. Um, and then more like legendary sports writers, like going back to uh, Frank DeFord, but even people like Wright Thompson, Lee Jenkins. There's just like so many people that um, I love reading. So, yeah. So for all these people, I mean, what are some elements of the craft 
that a sports writer has to know that might be different from a general assignment journalist? Yeah, I think it's definitely different because in normal journalism, there's this whole thing about you can't editorialize and it's very much, you know, no like adverbs or that, that kind of thing. Like you have to be very clear and concise. I think with sports, I've learned from like Professor Hawley and like some of the other professors that I've had that you have to, you have a little more leeway to be opinionated and kind of be a little more colorful with your language and how you write about things because, you know, it's not politics. It's not Washington, D.C. It is sports, right? It's just a game in nature. So I think that's one thing that's really cool to be able to kind of use your voice more and write um, in a more fun style with sports journalism. So I think that's one key difference. And I feel like that's come through in some of the writing that inspires me that I read. Uh, so does this class get into sort of the history of sports journalism and sort of the evolution of the craft? That's kind of where the class started. We watched this video about the history of sports journalism and kind of went through it, how it evolved over the years, how it's kind of turned into more of an online thing, but also about player empowerment. One thing that's become really prominent in the NBA especially is new is former players starting podcasts themselves and kind of breaking news. Like instead of a player who's in free agency, let's say, going to the newspaper to break that news, maybe they just put up a tweet about it or post on Instagram. That's something that's kind of really sh like shaping how sports journalism is today because you have to find new ways to break news and kind of write stories and find unique angles when the players themselves have a voice. So that's something that we've kind of talked about, that evolution. Do you talk about um, sports politics at all, which is definitely a, a hot topic sort of recently? Yeah, I feel like sports politics is always a hot topic. There always seems to be something kind of brewing at that intersection. And yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about sports without talking about politics because there's so many athletes that use their voice to express their political views and, and those kind of things collide. So um, uh, yeah, I mean, we've certainly talked about it and that's been, you know, an interesting part of the class too. Cool. Yeah. So uh, how would you maybe pitch this class to somebody who's interested? I would say if you like sports and even if you don't like sports, I, I feel like it's an interesting class. Like I have friends in sports journalism who are like sports lifers like I am, but there's also people who really don't know that much about sports who I feel like have also enjoyed the class because it's just like, I, I mean, A, I feel like Professor Holly's really enthusiastic about it. And when a professor's enthusiastic, I feel like it makes the class a lot more fun. Um, but also I feel like it's just kind of a nice like breather from the kind of like heavy topics that... Uh, you know, school can kind of have with history or STEM or whatever. I feel like it's cool to kind of just think about something that's more connected to pop culture and, and, and writing about that and making meaningful stories out of that. And it really just comes down to storytelling at the end of the day, which I think is something that anyone can, can get into. Very cool. So Mitch, I am so glad you could sit down with us and uh, you knocked it out of the park. Sorry, I promised myself I would only use one sports analogy. So I held back for you. <laughs> Anyways, it was a pleasure to talk with you, and uh, I hope you get a good vantage point at the next game you cover. Thank you so much. Uh, so thanks for tuning into Today I Learned, folks. This is a BU Today podcast. Do you have a favorite class you think we should know about? Tell us all about it by filling out the form listed in our description. Today I Learned is produced and engineered by Andrew Halleck and edited and hosted by Sophie Yaren. That's me. We'll see you next time. Stay curious out there.